Big Fat Juicy. So at this time, about 12 minutes past eight, on a Sunday, we like to look at a breath of fresh air. And this is where we look at young men and women who are doing amazing things and growing from strength to strength. And also what they're starting to shift in the world around them and ultimately like uh, any stone that goes gets thrown into a pool, the impact it has further and further along. So on the line with us, we've got Sipokazi Magogula, 18 years old, studying towards a BSc Mathematical Sciences at Fitz University on a bursary with the Sassol Foundation. And earlier this year, the National Science and Technology Forum South 32 Awards were presented as an online event. And essentially, they request the list of top performers in physical science and maths from all provincial education departments. At least two students from each province are selected based on their performance, which has to be 90, oof, 90% and above for the average of both subjects and also their chosen field of subject. And Sipokazi from Mpumalanga is one of those choice youngsters. I never thought that one day I would find myself seated amongst pioneering researchers and sophisticated innovators this country has ever seen. Um, Ten years ago, I never imagined myself to be exposed to this vast and complex world of science and mathematics. Um, Living in a community that has most of its youth chained to um, drugs and alcohol makes it seem impossible for one to reach this world. So I am really... Uh, I am really grateful that I have been chosen to represent my school and my township because I know that within my township there will be people, there will be youth out there who will who will see me and will be encouraged to escape this world and be more than what they imagined themselves to be. Um, so with my knowledge of mathematics, I plan to change the country's perspective towards mathematics. I wish to propel this country forward and because our future leaders and innovators depend on it. Um, so one day I know that I, along with my country, will meet the stars and finally shake hands um, with the universe. That's her, Sipokazi Magogula. We've got her on the line. Sipokazi, thanks so much for joining us. Um, thank you so much for inviting me, and I would like to say hello to every listener out there who's tuned in this morning. So, you know what, Sipukazi, when I listen to you speak, I am completely inspired, and I'm inspired on a variety of levels. One is this idea that, uh, and you mentioned this uh, in that interview with you from, from a while back, that many, many years ago, Maths and scientists, science were not necessarily top of your your uh, list of the things that you wanted to do. But now what we understand is that you're starting to see particularly maths as a and mathematical sciences as as a language. And I wonder if you could tell us how you went from not speaking that language to starting to develop a real comfort and a joy in it. Um, well, so this whole transition journey um, began when I was in high school. I, in grade eight, I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be an accountant. I wanted to, I was even considering being a doctor. Um, I wasn't really into this whole idea of being a mathematician um, until I came across uh, this, this topic in math. 
it's very interesting. It's called calculus. Yes. And so doing calculus, it, it made me realize that there's more to math than what we think. It's not just about saying one plus one gives you two, but calculus is, is one of those things that, that like many scientists, uh, you will find that in most professions, they actually use calculus to to interpret uh, information that they get from the outside world. So I came exposed to how you could use math to to take something as simple as, um, for example, the the COVID nineteen pandemic. You 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 find information that you could you can't read that information, but uh, with math such as calculus, there's many other math out there, applied mathematics, which is currently what I'm doing at this. So you take such data and you are able to tell a lot more information about what's happening around the world with just calculus. That language, it, it takes something so simple, I mean, something so complex, and it makes it so simple. You are able to tell more about your world than so, you, so yeah, you're able to tell more about your world with just these numbers. So that's kind of what made me fall in love with mathematics. And also my teachers in high school, they're very, my math teachers, they were very excited whenever they would come to class. It, it also kind of, that excitement would kind of rub off onto me. So I was, oh, I, I, the only period that I actually enrolled in high school was my math period because all my teachers were like, they had this energy, this, this vibe when it came to the math. So I actually started enjoying the math. And I fell in love with it, and I saw how most of my classmates would, would see math and be like, nah, this is so difficult, I'm not going to be able to do it, without actually even attempting it. So that's the kind of mindset that most of us have, is that we, people tell us that this is difficult, and we're like, okay, this is difficult, and then when you actually have the problem in front of you, you have this thing in your head, this is difficult, I won't be able to do it, and you're actually not able to do it. So that's why I want to do math. I want to show people that it is difficult, yes, but it's actually not impossible to do. It just needs you to be content. It needs you to be resilient. It requires you to learn it as you learn other languages, such as French, English, um, Chinese, all these different languages. So, yeah, that's kind of why I'm in love. You know, I'm listening to you and you're inspiring me. And I did say this last week to one of our youngsters as well, was this idea that in, in, in essence, this is so much about who your teacher is and about having a good teacher. So if you have a teacher who's just like, well, if you can't figure it out, that's just too bad, then that's not a good teacher. But if you have Mm -hmm. a teacher who inspires you and instills the passion in you, then that's the way forward. And I imagine that that must be the kind of teacher you've had. Yeah, that was the kind of teacher that I have. I had, actually, (laughs) the the two teachers that I had. It was that every... um, I remember whenever I, 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 I got wrong on a question... I would I would ask myself why did I get wrong in this question I would feel so I feel so bad I would blame myself so hard but then the nice thing about my teachers was that they would call me and tell me that you don't have to blame yourself this is just one of those things that you will have to learn from it's it's the whole idea about math you make a mistake and you learn from it so my teachers were very 
hands on with my work. They would call me most of the time to tell me, okay, this is what you did wrong. And sometimes I would even go myself and ask. And they would explain to me so well such that whenever I would see a similar question in exam, I wouldn't have a problem anymore because I now know how to approach it because yeah. I approached my teacher and he explained it to me. So, yeah, that so, was nice. So, Kazi, did you um, ever hear uh, of a woman, an American, uh, an African-American called Katherine Johnson or Katherine Goebel was her name as well? <laughs> yes, she's actually... Uh, the fir- the first black woman yeah. to lead America to the moon, and I I watched a movie about her called Hidden Figures. Yes, um, it's also one of the reasons why I I chose mathematical sciences. Um, I I really loved her work. I appreciated her strength. She was so confident in in such a way that. I felt that I could be able to do it too. I mean, there was this stigma. There was still racism at the time. Yeah. There was still the stigma that black women can't do heavy work. And so for me, what she did, the fact that she was able to overcome all this all this bad energy and, and actually do what she loved from when she was a child, it kind of inspired me too that I can also achieve as, as much as, as more actually as I want or as I wish. So yeah, I know Catherine Gobel. She's my role model. (laughs) (laughs) So I recently heard a documentary where they interviewed her and she was talking about how you know, she worked at NASA um, from 1953 to 1988 and she said there were actually quite a few young uh, African-American women who had been studying maths and were mathematicians and had been sent in to kind of work and, as you say, uh, go through all the models before the the, 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 the guys got on the moon. But what I loved Mm. about what she said is she said they were actually called computers. (laughs) (laughs) And then I started to think how smart you have to be to be called a computer where you can just look at the numbers and you see you see images which then give you the answers do you ever feel like that's yeah. the case with the work that you do that someone goes okay this is 10 x squared y plus 3 whatever but you can start to see this great big picture which has the answer in it somewhere yes um, that's one other um, benefit of actually understanding mathematics as a language because when you're given an equation, your mind automatically breaks it apart because you've done this problem before. You've done it so many times in such a way that you now know, you even you even skip steps. You can actually just write the expression and then write the answer at the bottom because your mind can already tell that, no, this is what I'm supposed, this is what should be done. And then you can, your mind automatically just gives you the answer. So that's one of the benefits of actually understanding mathematics as a language because it helps you to be able to see things way beyond before you can even write them by hand so yeah it's so like that do you see yourself um how do you see yourself using it do you see yourself some uh, working in uh astronomy perhaps uh working in those kinds of spaces where do you see this 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 passion taking you uh Currently, um, no. <laughs> okay. Currently, I was hoping that I I would do the I would use my mathematics in 
such fields like astronomy and engineering. Um, But right now I'm exposed to another um, language of math that is very interesting, statistics. And so (laughs) I'm hoping that by by the time I do my honours, I will be sure where exactly I will go. But currently I'm falling in love with um, statistics and applied mathematics. Actually, I'm falling in love with every module that I'm currently (laughs) doing right now. So I'm just stuck in that place of choosing applied mathematics or statistics. So that's that's within everything I love. Um, applied mathematics is actually that line yeah. of work where you actually use your math in astronomy, engineering. Uh, you can use your math in actually anywhere. You can use your math in medicine. You can use your math in um, uh, business, commerce. You know, it, it's it's so broad. That's kind of it's also interesting how you can use your math actually. So, yeah. yeah. So I do have to ask you then, of course, is that um, there's very possible opportunities that we may see you as the first female general statistician. That could be um, <laughs> one of the options. Or you could be the person that leads South Africa into space and beyond. Let's not even look at the moon. Let's go far, my, far <laughs> further. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it seems to me, and well, I would never have imagined this, but it seems to me that if you look at the way you're thinking about maths, Supokazi, is that you're looking at it as this kind of, this language that opens your imagination to all sorts of new worlds, not just here on mm-hmm. Earth, but much, much further into the universe as well. Yeah. Is that how you see it as well? Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, it's it's so amazing how something as as simple as a number mm-hmm. can tell you uh, uh, about this universe that yeah. we are currently in. It can tell you about planets that exist um, mm-hmm. far beyond we far beyond our imagination or far beyond our understanding. So mm-hmm. I think I think if people were to actually not seen that as that subject that I have to pass to go to university is one of the requirements, but actually see mathematics as what defines our universe. I think people might actually start enjoying it and actually fall in love with it. Not necessarily that you actually go to do it in university, yeah. but you have to realize also that almost every course in science requires mathematics and every course in science is built from mathematics. So if people, students actually, can actually enjoy mathematics from the basic level of primary school to high school, once you get to university, it's actually going to be a breeze, like it was for me. (laughs) So I I feel like math will open so many doors, many doors than we could ever imagine. As I said, it could help you, it could help us, the country reach the yeah. stars and actually shake hands with the universe. <laughs> wow, that's so, so beautiful. Sipokazi, in closing, I did ask our producer to ask you, what was a, a book that you got given as a gift that just completely changed your, your world? Oh, <laughs> um, a book that I got was um, Eggs to Lay, um, Chickens to Hatch. It's a memoir by Chris Fanzik. Oh, um, yes, yeah. I actually, I actually enjoyed the book. 
because he, he talks about his life experiences growing up. Um, it was, I think it was still during, if I remember perfectly, it was still during the whole time where apartheid was, was, was alleviated a little bit. People were still in that stigma, even though it was no longer there. So he, he was speaking about how he, he actually enjoyed spending time with um, Khaled and Zulu people. And that I, I actually enjoyed it because it's also, it has a little bit of some comedy in it. So I actually enjoyed the book. Um, I loved how he, he, he explained how his, his Zulu, um, he had, there was a maid at his house who was Zulu. And so he explained how he, he, he would, the, the, the maid would teach, teach him Zulu and Yena in return, he would teach him teacher in teaching English and so I kind of enjoyed how this book kind of brings the whole idea of unity and and bringing people together and it kind of made me realize that it's not really difficult to have a conversation with anybody um, it doesn't necessarily have to be someone you, you you know it could be anybody and and you can actually enjoy this person without actually having to judge them by their face, by the way they talk, their accents, and all those stuff. So I kind of enjoyed it. Well, I hope you've learned that just from uh, the interview now, that it's just not difficult to have a conversation with anybody. (laughs) Sifukazi, we wish you all the very, very best. What an amazing interview and what an inspiring interview. You've certainly made me rethink about how we look at the world as well. That's Sipokazi Magogula. She's 18 years old. She's just started science, studying mathematical science at the University of Witwatersrand. I say we should look out for her. Just watch out because next thing she's going to be climbing and at the top of the ladder of success without a doubt. It's 8.30. It's high time.